it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion Podcast and Jacksonville's Morning News Interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes or Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. It's 1007. I'm Candace Thomas. A new breed of talk. You can't stop Donald Trump by yelling and screaming. His voice is your voice. Cindy from Jacksonville. Good morning, and thanks for calling the Mark K Show. David joins us from Ponte Vedra. Claudia in St. Augustine. This is the Mark K Show. So here I was all ready to talk about John McCain and Sarah Palin and Donald Trump and everything. And, you know, and then all of a sudden, massive shooting at the landing. Local news turned national. CNN, Fox News, everybody talking about it. Me getting text messages and tweets from people I haven't talked to in years. Ask me if I was okay. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm miles away from the incident. All my friends going on Facebook, marking themselves safe. I'm like, of course you're safe. You're at Jacksonville Beach. You live 30 miles away. But uh, but it was, you know, national news nonetheless. And it is something that that you know, you never want your city on the Drudge Report. Let me just put the, put it that way. You never want that big picture that in, in the front page of the Drudge Report when they have the little siren going. Woo, woo, woo. You never want your city there. And unfortunately, that's what we all found happened yesterday. We had Jacksonville on the front page of every national uh, news story for this for this gaming competition that uh, that that turned tragic. You had you had a, a Madden football competition. For those of you that don't know, John Madden, who was a a famous football player and coach created this game with the NFL years ago. Madden's been around forever. I want to say 20 years at least. Ever since video games, you know, the capabilities were there. And uh, and he put his name on it. So when they say it's a Madden tournament, it's an NFL EA Sports sanctioned event. It is it is a, a very realistic-looking football game. In fact, I've walked in on my son playing Madden before with his friends, and I thought I was watching a real football game. Kid you not. It took me like 30 seconds to realize this was a video game. That's how intense and realistic these things are. And the players are the same, and they have the same announcers. Then you know the annou- it, It's really amazing how they do it. And there are people that are so good at it that they travel around, and they go to these competitions. They travel around, and they compete with each other as if they're like you know coaches they play they pick their teams they 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 substitute out their quarterbacks they know all the plays and they go one they go up and down the field they score points and they make money keep in mind this is a competitive competition that also pays really well if you are the grand champion in any sports competition you can make money if you're a famous gamer you can get sponsorships just like nascar drivers just like baseball players and basketball players just like well real football players a lot of the uh, a lot of the other games fortnite which is very popular in competition call of duty all of these games have competitions of their own and some of the people who play them are legends they are. They have groupies. They have fans. They can sell out arenas. Uh, this was the first in some kind of satellite into a major event. This is, you know, much like if you ever, if you've ever done any kind of tournament. I don't know if it's a fishing tournament or a hunting tournament or I play in, in poker tournaments from time to time. In fact, un, you know, unfortunately, we were supposed to today start talking about my first on location event, which is coming up this Friday at Best Bet, and we'll mention that a little later on. But if you know these poker tournaments, you have a group of people that just travel around and they go to this city to that city and if they win they go they go on to the second you know the semifinals if they lose they go on to the next tournament and hopefully they have a better uh, a better showing but that's you know for a lot of people this is their life and their livelihood and uh and you know this one turned really tragic for whatever reason we don't know we don't know 100 percent the motive sure there's speculation you know we've heard the guy say i beat this kid 
I beat this kid on Saturday. I beat him pretty badly, and he came back Sunday, and I guess he was upset, and he brought his gun and started shooting people. You know, we've heard that comment over and over again. We've heard, I even heard someone say, hey, he lost Sunday. We're not, we're not really sure what the timeline is 100%. We're not really sure what the motivation is. We don't know if this guy came down here from, from Baltimore exclusively uh, for this, with this purpose in mind. You know, we're not sure how, um, you know, how deep seated his, his troubles are and, 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 you know, how, how, how dark his motivations were. We're still learning about the victims, one from California, one from West Virginia, both again, professional gamers, both playing at the time of the incident. The video, the video that, you know, we're not, we're not going to play it. It's just, it, it's gunshots and people screaming and you can run, you can play that on your own time. But the video clearly shows one of the victims with a red, like an infrared dot, the kind that comes from one of those laser scopes that you can get on. You can get on a handgun. You can get on a 38. You can get on a rifle. You can get it on a Glock. You can get on whatever you want. And wherever the red dot points, that's where the bullet goes. And there was a guy watching this thing live streamed on television because that's what they do. They live stream everything on, on the Internet. So you can go and you can watch it. And he says he's sitting there and he's watching this kid playing Madden. And all of a sudden there's a red dot on his hoodie. And the next thing you know, he hears gunshots and the feed goes blank. So it's, you know, it, it, it's a tragic and it's a, it's a horrible experience, um, to have to witness. Uh, that video, like I said, is out there if you want to go find it, but wait till after the show. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045 is the number. What we're going to do is, again, this is, you, you, typically you'd be hearing Brian Kilmeade. And I know a bunch of you are turning on the radio going, oh, where's Brian Kilmeade? Well, we're extending the Marquee show today so that we can get your reaction because that's what we do here. We take calls. We take open mics. I don't really prepare anything because I like to just turn it over to you. Uh, 340-1045 is the number. If there's anything you want to say, if you have a theory, if you have a concern, if you're upset about something, if you're angry, if you heard something that you can add to the conversation, if you were there, any information you have, we'd love. 340-1045 is our number. Sally's in Jacksonville. Hi, Sally. Uh, thanks for calling the Mark K Show. What do you want to say? Sally? Is she gone? She may be on. No. All right. Sally's out. Three, four, oh, uh, one, oh, four, five is the number. And uh, if you, Sally, if you want to call back, we'd love to hear um, what you have to say. If you go on social media, you can see. I mean, everybody started tweeting about this yesterday. And in fact, I think we got the information from the JSO Twitter, who immediately tweeted out a warning, um, you know, mass shooting at the landing. Everyone steer clear. And then that was followed by some of the uh, the participants and some of the contestants who were there tweeting out. One guy tweeted out this thing has, has been retweeted hundreds of thousands of times. You know, I'm leaving. I'm never coming back. There's a shooting. Turns out this is a gamer that eventually we found out got shot in the thumb. Uh, you know, there were there were people there that the bullet had grazed their foreheads and had uh, hit the wall right next to them. It's a very small venue. I mean, this is not a massive. This is not like it's at the you know, Veterans Memorial Arena. Security, sure, there there may have been some. Obviously, not enough. Um, it's not like when you go to the Jags game and you walk through the metal detector and you have the clear bags that they have to search. You know, you have a clear bag. They look in it anyway. They're not buckled down. They're they're maybe not equipped at Chicago Pizza to handle that kind of security. Um, but you know, it, it, there's a bunch of questions that need to be asked about security, not just at the landing, but at any of these events. There's a question that needs to be asked about the mentality of of these competitions. If I mean, it could have been any competition. It could have been a cornhole competition. Somebody has a somebody has an arch nemesis, or they lose to their arch rival, and they and they go ballistic, and they you know they go get a gun, they come back, and they start shooting the place up. Three, four, oh. 1045 what causes that you know the governor has governor rick scott uh said he thinks it's a lack of faith something is causing that um and the i 
as a, as a society, we got to figure this out. Yeah, he said that you know uh, there's no respect for human life anymore. Our young people are are losing their faith. They don't get that faith based education. They're not understanding how precious life is. They're desensitized to it. So when they have an argument or they get angry or they get upset, um, this is maybe how they react. And in this case, you had two innocent people killed as well as the uh, as well as the shooter himself taking his own life. Uh, 340-1045. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we have, like, you can send us an open mic message if you can't get through on the phone, or you can pick up the phone and call. And, uh, we're opening up the lines to you for the next two hours. 340-1045. This is the Mark K Show on News 1045 WOKB. We'll be right back. This is the Mark K Show. My name's Mark K. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045 is the number. So if you're like me, you were sitting around yesterday and it was Sunday and you're maybe doing some errands because your wife gives you a list of like 5,000 things to do every Sunday, the day that you want to, you know, just kind of kick back, relax and enjoy yourself. Maybe you just got back from brunch, which we did too. We had a nice, uh, we had a nice catfish brunch, which was delicious. Anyway, I'm sitting in my office and I'm just kind of, you know, uh, shooting the breeze with my kids. We're going over the weekend and then lo and behold, I get a, a push notification notification, an alert. I get an alert from um, News 104.5 WOKV. Why? Well, because I download the mobile app and I subscribe to alerts. And it's really handy because over the weekend, I, I found out before any of my friends that John McCain had passed away. I found out about the shooting at um, at the, the uh, high school, uh, Raines High School on Friday. Uh, you know, I found out about all the, whenever the Buckman Bridge is closed for some kind of accident or whenever there's a hurricane coming, I get it first because of these text alerts. So, of course, I see this thing and I and it, it basically, all it says is, Mass shooting at the Jacksonville landing. And I think to myself, this is a, this, did I read that correctly? Am I, am I seeing things? Did I have one too many Bloody Marys at brunch? And sure enough, I turn on the TV and before I could even turn it on the local news, I realize that the net, cause my TVs, I'm going to be honest with you. I have two TVs in my office. One's on CNN, one's on Fox News because I like both real and fake news. And I'm watching, I, I turn on the TV and it's CNN and it has a picture of the Jacksonville landing. And I'm thinking to myself, OMG, this is, this is big. This is big. It's everywhere. And sure enough, uh, the president was talking about it. Governor Scott came to town. Uh, Mayor Curry, of course, with the, at the hospital with the victims, uh, making all kinds of... We just found out that, that the president is speaking at 11 a.m. about an, a pending trade deal with uh, Mexico. And we assume he'll probably mention um, the Jacksonville shooting from yesterday as well. So when that happens, we will jump in live to Donald Trump speaking at the White House because uh that you know that's very important we want to get his remarks on that. But first, we do have some people um on the phone 3401045 and we're going to get as much of your reaction as we can today. 3401045. This is John and Callahan. Hi John, thanks for calling the Mark K show. How are you? Hey Mark, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good, man. What do you want to say, John? Hey, yeah, I was down at the landing a couple of months ago with my daughter. They were on a field trip. Uh, and they were stopping by the landing to get some lunch. And so I was there about 10, 15 minutes before they got there. And I was so surprised at how much of a ghost town that place is. Uh, the kids went upstairs to the food court to get lunch. And you could tell that they were totally shocked that there was anybody there coming for lunch. Uh, there was one security guard there. She was sitting on her phone. So she was totally surprised that we were there. So this was on a Friday at lunchtime. So yeah. I'm surprised that the landing is still even open. You know, and the, and the Jackson, and you, you bring up a good point. A lot of people, it's my, it, we were talking with Rich, and he's like, we all have these great memories of the landing. And I'm like, yeah, I remember going there, down to the landing years ago. My kids who are 10 and 11, 
uh, almost 12, have, have no real recent memories of the landing. And it's, it, it is one of those things. And it's no, it's no surprise to anyone from Jacksonville that this has been a point of contention. The future of the landing, the present of the landing, what's going to happen with the landing? Uh, you know, Tony Slayman is always in the news because the people are, are wondering what we're going to do with it. Is there a way to increase its value? There have been so many plans about the Jacksonville landing turning into, uh, into a marina, uh, making it a, a, one of those live work play centers where you put in, you put in apartment complexes and businesses and, and then there's new shops and new restaurants. There's got to be better parking. Parking is a, is a huge problem downtown for the landing. And for whatever reason, whether it's just, you know, because of the upkeep, because of the businesses coming and going, because there is no easy way to flow people in and out, because there is no parking, whatever, read downtown Jacksonville, as long as I've been here, which is over a decade, has been facing the same issues. And that is, how do we get people to go there? And if you're going to have an event at the landing, then you'll get people there. But are people going to be wandering around there on a daily basis? As you found out, no. There's no real, it's not the town center. It's not, you know, one of the major malls. You're looking at, even malls are having trouble. The Avenues Mall, you have retailers that are leaving. So it's definitely going to put the spotlight back on the landing. Why is it that there's not enough security? Why is it that there's crime in that area? You know what? There's a homeless problem around, and I'm sure that chases out some of the retail. That chases out some of the uh, entrepreneurship. That definitely chases out some of the families that could come down there and use the space for whatever reason. Um, so, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. In talking today, and, you know, I bring it up again, and not to, to you know, it, it, for two reasons. Number one, to show you that it's a national story. But the, the number one question I got, I was on with our sister station in Dayton, Ohio. And the first thing they said to me was, explain this landing place, because it looks like it's a really popular attraction in Jacksonville. And I stopped and I was like, you know, it's not as popular as you may think. It is there and people use it from time to time. If there's Florida, Georgia, if there's a Jacksonville Jaguars game, if there's a concert, uh, Rock on the River was a big event that used to be down there, but they've even moved away. So so what is the future of the landing? And I think, yeah, here's what you're going to hear about. Gun control. You're going to hear about mental illness. You're going to hear about overall crime in Jacksonville, which is a huge problem. And then you're going to hear about the future of the landing in downtown. What do we do with it? How do we make it safer? Um, these are all going to be byproduct conversations of what happened yesterday. This is Tish in Middleburg. Tish, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Hey, I'm great. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you okay. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. Fantastic. What do you want to say, Tish? All right, first, thank you. You're a breath of fresh air in our coffee city, dude. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. And I, I feel somewhat bad for uh, coining that uh, motto for the city of Jacksonville. But anyway, go ahead. That's awful. I don't live there. I live in Middleburg, so I just wanted to comment that I'm much more concerned about the local shootings than what happened at the landing. Yeah. There were two shootings this weekend of kids in the high schools and stuff. And then, of course, the girl on the west side. I and think. I got to tell you, so before even the shooting happened downtown, we had, you know, our local deputies um, funeral procession. Yeah. They just told us kind of like watch out for traffic. Well, right. I just happened to walk my dog down with flags to the funeral procession. I was shocked at how many people were there. It was like you would have thought it was the 4th of July. And I thought, you know what? Jacksonville needs to come together like that. Yeah. 
together like that it needs to be a community thing. You know what? And you bring up a great point. And we were, we talked to a, a gentleman just last hour when I was on with Rich Jones. And he said, thanks so much for your call, by the way. He goes, you know, it it's deep. We're decent. It, it's just another in a long line of shootings. And this one wasn't even homegrown. You're right. To me personally, the homegrown crime is the bigger problem. When those three kids were shot to death in their car outside the town center at four in the morning, that was more that affected me personally because it's the town center. It's local crime. It's, you know, if it was gang violence, that's a problem because these are local gangs. It's on my route to work. I drive by that very spot twice a day to work and back. And who doesn't go to the town center on a regular basis these days? It is it is the town center is, I think, what people think the landing is. The town center is really the core of, of Jacksonville retail and, and entertainment um, in this day and age. 340-1045. Got to take a break. We'll do the news. We'll do more of your phone calls. Your open mic's coming up. 340-1045. This is the Mark K Show. We'll be right back. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045 is the number. The shooting at the landing yesterday. Governor Scott says it's a lack of faith. We've lost our faith, and we don't teach our kids respect for life. And we got to get that faith-based education back, whether it's a church or school or what have you, because um, that's where you learn to love your neighbor as uh, as thyself. I, I, I think I misquoted. I should probably go back to church a couple times uh, myself. 340-1045. We're going to get to uh, some of your phone calls. We have a bunch of people that want to react. You know, when something like this happens in Jacksonville, everyone has a different opinion. Um, some people want to talk. we got David who wants to talk about the landing. We've got Dylan who wants to talk about uh, about video games and, and children. And before we get to any of that, we've got our very own Stephen Ponson, who's down at the landing right now. Stephen, thanks so much for being here. Good morning. How are you? How you doing, Mark? Good to be here. What's the latest at the landing? Has anything changed? What's the, uh, is everything back open? Is, are the police still around investigating? What's going on? Police, Jacksonville police are still here on the scene. There's still police tape up, although it's a, it's a smaller perimeter than it was yesterday by far. Yeah. Um, yesterday it was, uh, multiple blocks around the landing. Right now it's just in front of the landing. That area is still blocked off. It was blocked off during the overnight hours. It, it, it's still the same this morning. Uh, from what I can tell, there's, it appears that the landing is closed at this time. There's, there's not a lot of traffic other than, uh, the people that are driving around the downtown area trying to get to and from work and also the, uh, plethora of the, of media that are out here in front of the landing. That seems to be the, uh, as of now, the biggest, uh, foot traffic at least. Uh, some of the witnesses though from yesterday's mass shooting here are starting to come back there was a gentleman who mentioned that he was uh, announcing during the during the madden nfl tournament uh-huh. um video game tournament that that was visibly shaken and um he was just uh really upset and kind of describing and, and walking us through what he saw and what he felt and whenever he first heard the shots he thought it was a, a technical difficulty from what he says yeah. and he said he just flipped over a table and 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 tried to hide and wasn't sure if he needed to play dead or anything like that. So just some very, very disturbing uh, pictures that are being painted by some of the witnesses who are coming back here to the scene of this mass shooting, Mark. And now uh, you said that the landing itself uh, appears to be closed. Is the tournament, was it scheduled to end yesterday or was this a longer event? Do we know? Have you talked to anybody about that? Was this the last day yesterday or was there more? I have, we're working to fig- find that out though, okay. from what it appears uh, the Madden tournament was, was supposed to be over. Uh, I can tell you this, a, a lot of the people that, um, that are coming back out here and that, that might have been a part of that, 
that, that video game tournament, whereas it, it, it's a legit thing and that's something that, that they hold deeply. Yeah. Um, they're, they don't, they don't seem to be worried about it. Right now they're just, they're thankful that, that they have been able right. to, um, survive this incident and they're just, they're, some people are just, are still in shock. I mean, some of the people that I was interviewing yesterday, uh, they came down here. Um, they, they just had this, this look on their face, this thousand yard stare, if you will, of just, of just disbelief. And, and they just, they couldn't have, they, they couldn't believe that it was, that it was happening to them. And yeah. it's really a moving to see some of these people out here that are coming back to the landing. All right. And uh, one last question. So the media, I know that uh, Good Morning America sent Amy Robach. I assume there's some other national news outlets down there. You said it's it's uh, it's pretty pretty heavy media intensive, huh? Yeah, I'm actually right across the street from an NBC News truck. Uh, talked to some guys that uh, were trying to get their giant satellite truck in for CBS News this morning and do a into one of these uh, parking spaces on the side of the road here along Hogan Street. Okay, uh, it is a, it, and it's not just it, it's not just the national media either. I've also seen uh, media outlets from Savannah, Georgia, here, Miami, Tampa, Orlando. Pretty much all the Orlando stations are here. So, uh, honest, and even some stations from Gainesville. So, I mean, it, it it's safe to say that there are if, if you're a media outlet in Georgia. In Georgia or in Florida right now, chances are you are in the Jacksonville, Florida area. All right, Stephen Pons on live at the landing. Stephen, thanks so much, man. We appreciate it. Hey, if anything else happens, uh, give us a buzz back. This is David in Jacksonville. David, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. What do you want to say? Good morning, sir. i got a couple of points I'd like to make. Yeah. When the landing was first opened, it was developed by the Rouse Corporation, and they leveraged all of their national contacts to put high-end retail in that establishment. Once all those leases expired, the landing started going downhill. Uh, once Tony Slayman bought it, it went rapidly downhill and has been going ever since. I think this will be an opportunity now for the city, which has been trying to play political hardball with, uh, with Mr. Slayman, to actually come in, shut it down, and redevelop it and make something positive out of it again. So you, you think, I mean, you think this is it, huh? You think the bulldozers are, are they're gassing up the bulldozers and the city's ready to do something with it because of this event? Absolutely. All right. I mean, look, I've ever since we got here, thanks so much for the call. And ever since, especially with Shad Khan's involvement in the city of Jacksonville. And I know that I know people have different, you know, beliefs as whether or not they like him or not. The fact of the matter is he has a lot of money that he wants to invest in Jacksonville. And whether it's the shipyards or whether it's the landing, there's a you said it yourself. There's a lot of political back and forth between the city council, between Tony Slayman, between some of the other people, between the environmental groups, between Shad Khan. There's a lot of people that are standing in the way of things getting done. And, you know, sure. What if we had a state of the art facility with with high profile shops again and restaurants and people that demanded security? I mean, when you have. You know, you have like let you know, let's take for example these massive casino complexes you see in Las Vegas or uh you know or elsewhere some of the even the Hard Rock in Tampa or Hollywood uh, Florida you see some of these complexes that they build with with really high end retailers and and really high end entertainment uh you know people live work play all these facilities and they have security security is a, a very important part well lit places round the clock armed security guards metal detectors where it's needed whenever you have somebody in 
investing money in something they're going to want to protect that investment. And if if there aren't that many people investing in the landing, there may be not that much of a call for security. And if it's not a secure area, uh, you might see incidents like what we have happening. Um, so that's a good point. 340-1045 is the number. Dylan in Jacksonville. Dylan, thanks for calling the Marque Show. Thanks for holding, too. What do you want to say, Dylan? Um, I, I agree with the governor uh, a lot. Uh, the, these kids are not valuing life. When I was growing up, I mean, we went outside. I didn't have a cell phone until I was 16 years old. I didn't need it. Yeah. I see four and five-year-olds with, with cell phones and iPhones. I'm like, well, what in the world? What, let's get these kids outside. They're less motivated. They, 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 either the parents working too long or uh, there's things that are limited in them to get outside and be active. We need to start more things in the community to get these kids more active and outdoors rather than being connected with technology all the time. I yeah. think that's 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 affecting our youth. Well, I mean, look, technology is a good thing. Technology and anything with it you do too much or you get obsessed with can be a bad thing. But anything at all, like like my kids, they'll play video games from time to time. They have iPads, I'll admit it. But guess what? They go to church every Sunday and they sit down and they talk to the parents. And at dinner time, we turn off the TV and we all sit around and we talk about our days. And they have to help out and they've got chores and they have homework and they play piano. And, you know, they, they're well, they play sports. They've got to do everything. And if we that's see right. if we see that they're doing too much of one activity that, you know, I mean, unless it's like running and we'll let them run all day because it helps them sleep at night. <laughs> but, yeah, if they're on their iPad too much, you know, my wife and I'll run and be like, shut it down. Give it to me. You know, it's been it's you've you've had it too much. Um, you got to go do something else. And you're right. There needs to be more of that. Uh, for whatever reason, this kid, I get not even a kid. He was 20, what, four. This guy didn't get that kind of value. Um, he didn't learn the value of life. He didn't learn, you know, any of it. He learned how to play Madden really well, but he didn't understand that you can't take a gun and shoot people when you lose. So, you know, who knows? I, I think the governor's on the right track, though. Um, and maybe we'll see what kind of initiatives we can get. The governor's also in a tight spot because, as we said earlier, it's not just Jacksonville. For us, it's Jacksonville. But when you're the governor, the state of Florida has been in the spotlight for these kinds of events with the Parkland High School shooting, with or the, the uh, nightclub in Orlando, with um, you know, the Pulse nightclub now here in Jacksonville, the uh, the airport shooting down in, uh, what was it, in Fort Lauderdale. All it, This is Florida, Florida, Florida over and over and over again and that puts rick scott in a in a really uh you know it puts him in the national spotlight and it's something that he's really concerned about and he's got to be just scratching his head about and trying to figure out what the answer is hey thanks for your call bud in jacksonville bud thanks so much for calling the mark show how are you what do you want to say hey thank you uh two things i agree with the lady about uh this tragedy at uh, reball high school that's that's that should be definitely discussed a whole lot and number two, what happened uh, at the landing, I think some of the news media is minimizing it because uh, the killer and the victims were not in our city. And to me, that is so sad. Uh, the police department could have a plan where there's any type of activity anywhere in our city, whether or not we need to have police. And the whoever sponsored this maddening uh, program could be charged, and we should have police correction, excuse me, police protection there. You yeah. just mentioned in your own words a few minutes ago how you dropped off your children, and you were surprised how how much of a uh, uh, empty place the landing was. And that's not the citizens' fault. 
other than if someone rents the the landing to have some competition, we should have charged the sponsors and have policemen there. Yeah, I mean, and we did have a caller uh, call in and say he took his daughters there for lunch or something, and it was pretty empty. Thanks for your call, by the way, bud. Uh, I mean, look, the security is an issue, but unless there is a a large portion of the population in a specific spot. Uh, you're not going to have the money for private security, and you unless there's awareness by the police that this is a a potentially high profile event, then you're not going to have extra police presence unless somebody calls for it. And I'll be honest with you, until I got the push notification, I didn't even know there was a gaming competition going on in Jacksonville. This was not a whole pro- whole, uh, high profile event. This was not a Jags game. This was not Florida, Georgia. This was not a concert at the Times Union Center or the Florida Theater. This was a small event in a, in a, in a pizza joint or a bar next to a pizza joint at the landing. So. Yeah, maybe it was their responsibility to get added security, but they didn't. And, you know, that's definitely going to be something that they're probably talking about right now. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045 is the number. We're waiting for the president, but until he cuts us off, uh, it's all you. 340-1045. More of your phone calls next on the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. My name is the Mark K. Or just Mark K, actually. Hey, thanks so much for joining me today. 340-1045. Uh, real quick, let's get back to Laura in Jacksonville. Laura, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Hey, Mark. Thanks um, for taking the call. Sure. You know, I'm struggling today with a statement, I think, that was made about the church is responsible for bringing more of the community, you know, as a result of the, the shootings, bringing more of the community members into the church. And I... I don't know. I think that, you know, the church is a business as well, but I, I don't know any church that doesn't want more members of the community mm-hmm. into the church. And, you know, think about the shooter that went in and basically shot members of that church, you know, when what I'm referring to. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. I mean, it... You're right. I'm, I agree with you. I, I'm always, I know that our church is always talking about evangelizing. Our church is always like, hey, you have to go out and be disciples of God and bring more people into the fold because, yeah, they need the membership. They need, uh, you know, people in the pews. They need people throwing money in the collection plate, all that. Uh, and, and that's definitely something I know that goes on in a lot of churches. You're right. I don't think any of the churches are out there going, we have enough members. Stop proselytizing. <laughs> um, but, you know, there, there needs to be, you know, maybe there could be some kind of focus more on uh, valuing life or teaching your children to value lives, because that definitely I agree with the governor. I think that that's the problem. It's not the guns. It's not the accessibility. It's not any of that. It's why does my kid think it's OK to shoot somebody? I mean, I think you're right. But having even having said that, being a member of a large congregation and getting ready to go to a big church community event, I wonder, am I safe even going to a church? Yeah. With my child. I mean, it's just, I don't know what the answer is, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. No, that's a great point. And thanks so much for calling. We spoke about this probably during the last shooting, but that was one of my, that was one of my big questions. My big question was, am I safe at church? And so many people called in and said that their churches had organized security measures, whether it was uh, trained and licensed and armed parishioners who volunteered their time to sit at the back of the church, sit by the exit and entry points, uh, sit in the in the vestibule or the narthex or outside. Um, you know, a lot of churches now have have police officers who they pay as part of, you know, their, their you know, every Sunday they'll sit there in front of the church in a in a police car so that it, it hopefully dissuades anybody who wants to come in and do some damage to that community. I uh, There was one guy who called in and said, I run the sound 
for my church. And my church actually paid for me to go and get trained and get my license so I could carry my, my weapon into church. And because the soundboard is right at the back of the church and I'm the first person that would encounter any suspicious characters or any, any, you know, uh, characters who want to come in and do harm, I now am not only in charge of sound, but I'm the first line of defense. And that's something that churches, I think, are really cognizant of. So hopefully, and I would, you know, I would, hey, if you're, if you ever go anywhere, whether it's work or church or a store or a restaurant and you're concerned for your safety, then you should have a conversation with whoever's in charge. You know, you should go up when there's school shootings. I will be the first person to text my principal because I have beers with him from time to time. So I actually like we're buds and I'll text him and be like, hey, are we locking the doors? Do we have security? What do we need? Do you need more money for a cop? What if I get some of the parents together? How long can you know? What do we do? And, uh, you know, what do, do we need to volunteer? Um, you know, I'll be the first person to do that. And you should be, too. As far as the landing goes. I don't know what the security is like at the landing because I don't really go to the landing. You know, I said it earlier today. The last time I went to the landing, I was paid to go there uh, for to host some event. And it's not top of my radar when I think of a family fun outing for a weekend. It's not. No one ever says, hey, why don't we go down to the landing? And I mean, I could n- maybe name two restaurants that are left there. So it is something that we definitely have to have to look at and deal with it. And, and it's something that a lot of people are going to be asking questions about. Uh, but, the, but the landing apparently on their website says you can't bring a weapon. You can't bring a gun onto our property, concealed or otherwise, unless you're law enforcement. So here we have a guy, a gamer, who walks into the landing, walks into Chicago Pizza or the, the game room next to it, rather, and he has a gun. So he's violating their policy. Is he, he's also from Baltimore, Maryland. So he brought a gun across state lines, not just one state, but let's see. Uh, there's Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida. It's like five states. How many laws did he break bringing that gun in from Maryland? I don't know. I'm no expert on gun laws, uh, you know, but he had it here and he had it in his car. And there's got to be. So I can't believe we have reciprocal gun laws with all of those states, if any. I'm sure somebody knows, uh, and they'll be happy to call in and, and set me straight. 340-1045. But, yeah, there's a lot of questions about safety that are going to need to be answered. The gaming community itself, if you go to the Drudge Report, one of the big articles is EA Sports, who sanctioned this event. They make the John Madden football game. They make Madden football. They are the ones that put on this whole event. It's a sanctioned event for their larger competition. And and they're saying we now have to look at security concerns because we used to just throw everyone in a room and there were fans and there were gamers and they would all hang out together and it was your turn. If it was your turn to play, we would just call you out of the crowd. But now we can't do that anymore. Maybe we need to keep the players and the comp and the competitors separated. Maybe we need to have, uh, you know, the kind of security we have at the Jaguars games where everybody walks through a metal detector, where everybody carries a clear bag, where everybody has to take the metal out of their pockets, where there's, there's, there's armed guards in the park. Maybe that's what Every event is going to have to be, whether it's a, an esports gaming tournament, a Madden tournament, a football game, a cornhole tournament, a darts competition, because, you know, there's losers in all of those. And God forbid one of the losers goes to their truck, gets a gun and comes back to take out the, the, the winners. I mean, yeah, that maybe that's maybe that's the answer. Three four zero one zero four five is the number. Three four zero one zero four five. We got a bunch more people that want to comment. Not sure if the president's going to come on at eleven or not. He's supposed to be talking about uh, this trade agreement with Mexico. Maybe touch on what happened at the landing yesterday. We'll get you the president if he's live coming up next. Otherwise, we'll be back with more of your phone calls. This is the Mark K Show on News one zero four five WOKV. 
Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.